What never made me laugh, you ask? Laughing gas. Well, let's use its official name, nitrous oxide. If you think that's odd, wait until you read this, your kidneys produce nitric oxide. Photo by Anna Schwetz on Pexels.com I think I'd better mention right out of the gate that, although both have nitrogen, they are not the same. Difference between .com explains. Nitric oxide is the molecule with the chemical formula NO, and the chemical formula of nitrous oxide is N2O. Therefore, by looking at the formula we can say that the nitric oxide has only one nitrogen atom and nitrous oxide has two nitrogen atoms. So, we are really not discussing laughing gas anymore, although it may for a good introduction. We'll be dealing with nitric oxide. According to Nature Views Nephrology, Nitric oxide and other bioactive nitrogen species have pivotal roles in multiple physiological functions, including modulation of the kidney, cardiovascular and metabolic systems. In the kidney, nitric oxide has a crucial role in autoregulation and modulation of tubular transport. Reduced nitric oxide bioactivity has been associated with aging in kidney, cardiovascular and metabolic disorders, which are often coupled with oxidative stress. Let's see if we can take a closer look at what nitric oxide does in your kidneys. NCBI, the National Center for Biotechnology Information, which is part of the United National Library of Medicine, which in turn, is part of the National Institutes of Health tells us. Nitric oxide has been implicated in many physiologic processes that influence both acute and long-term control of kidney function. Its net effect in the kidney is to promote napriuresis and diuresis, contributing to adaptation to variations of dietary salt intake and maintenance of normal blood pressure. In chronic kidney diseases, the systolic, that's the top number in case you've forgotten, blood pressure is correlated with the plasma level of asymmetric dimethylarginine, an endogenous inhibitor of nitric oxide synthase. A reduced production and biological action of nitric oxide is associated with an elevation of arterial pressure and conversely, an exaggerated activity may represent a compensatory mechanism to mitigate the hypertension. Hmm, maybe we'll understand that better if we had a few definitions under our collective belt. Back to my favorite dictionary, the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Endogenous, 1, growing or produced by growth from deep tissue. 2a, caused by factors inside the organism or system. b, produced or synthesized within the organism or system. Looks like hashtag 2B will work for us. Synthase, any of various enzymes that catalyze the synthesis of a substance without involving the breaking of a high-energy phosphate bond, as in ATP. Natriuresis, loss of sodium in the urine. Diuresis, an increased excretion of urine. It seems to me that what the NCBI is basically saying is that if the nitric oxide in your kidney is not doing its job, your blood vessels don't expand as they should, and you have high blood pressure. In addition, as we'll learn right now, you could have more brain fog. Remember here, I'm not a doctor and have never claimed to be one. Moving on. A local brain wellness center, Renovari Brain Wellness, offers more information. Nitric oxide expands the blood vessels, increases the blood flow, and decreases plaque formation and blood clotting. On the average, we lose 10% of our body's ability to make nitric oxide for every decade of life. By the age of 40, studies show that we make 50% less nitric oxide than we did as a teenager. I'm 74, this would mean that I have lost a whooping 70%, almost 75%, of my nitric oxide production. 
No wonder my blood pressure is out of whack, to say nothing of my brain fog. I attempted to discover exactly how this process works but found the research too technical for me. Even using the dictionary, I could not quite understand what I was reading. I'll bet your nephologist could explain it in simple terms. I intend to ask mine when I see him. On another subject, several years ago, before cancer and COVID which have kept me home for three years. I joined others at the American Association of Kidney Patients meeting in Tampa, Florida. I met many people in the kidney community there. Some I still work with. Some I've lost track of. Some helped me out with guest blogs when I was incapacitated by the cancer. One of these people is James Myers. He is definitely a kidney warrior. Are you aware of James Myers' multiple kidney groups on Facebook? Not to make light of the subject, but he's got something for everyone. Kidney advocates. Kidney writers. Preemptive kidney transplants. Kidney success stories. Kidneys and diabetes. Take care of your kidneys. Acute kidney injury. Kidneys and science. Home dialysis. Kidneys and your heart. This is only a partial list of his Facebook groups. He's also posted and been interviewed on other Facebook kidney groups such as Urban Outreach and Ox Page. He is a fount of information. And a good guy. Take a look. We all need a bit of support at some time in our kidney journey. I have a little vent to end today's blog. As mentioned above, I've been housebound, except for medical appointments, for about three years. I am busy writing and taking care of Bear, but one thing I never am is bored. I don't understand those that can't find something in their homes they want to do. Or maybe a hobby they want to pursue. Others I know have started online businesses, finished their degrees, finally took the time to learn about that thing they're obsessed with. Are you bored? Is there nothing that interests you enough to pursue it? Maybe you can help me understand. Until next week. Keep living your life.